0: In this episode of Pastor Brad Rocks, whenever somebody puts up a no trespassing sign, there's a reason they put that sign up. There's a reason they don't want people to step over the line and trespass. Whatever God says, don't do this, stay away from this, don't trespass this command, don't step over or beyond this limit that I have set for you, there's always a reason for that. We need to learn that, and we need to learn to appreciate that. In every episode of the Pastor Brad Rocks podcast, I have the blessing and the honor of sharing one of my songs with you that goes along with the topic. Today, we're talking about trespassing, specifically listening to God and not trespassing and understanding that when he says, hey, don't do this. There's a reason for it. So the song that I get to share with you comes from my 2004 album, Rock You Up, and the song is called Forbidden Fruit. Don't eat it, man. Don't step over that line. Listen to the Lord. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be encouraging. Can't wait to share it with you. Hope you're ready for it, man. Let's do it. It's Pastor Brad here, your 80s heavy metal, headbanging, Jesus-loving online pastor. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Pastor Brad Rocks podcast. Hey, wherever you happen to be listening to this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. If you're enjoying these podcasts, whatever platform you happen to be on, if you can leave a thumbs up or a comment or share this episode with a friend, that would be awesome to help the audience grow. God bless you, man. Thank you in advance so much for that. And now... Let's move on to the point of today's podcast. Every single time God puts up a no trespassing sign, i.e., don't do this. Thou shalt not. Whatever command you want to put in that blank there, thou shalt not do this, right? God never says that stuff just to say it. There's always consequences. Here's what the Bible says. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus teaches his disciples the Lord's Prayer, what we call the Lord's Prayer. And in verse 12, about midway through the prayer, he teaches them to pray and forgive us our trespasses. Trespasses as we forgive them who trespass against us. Now, you may have learned to pray that differently, like, God, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, or forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sinned against us. All of those work. The word trespass is another word that's generally associated with the notion of sinning. And here's how it kind of works. In the Bible, there's falling short and there's stepping over. In other words, a sin of omission is knowing the good that you should do, but failing to do it, falling short of the standard that God calls us to, right? We all can point to many areas of our life where we just fall short of God's right. Righteousness. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short. the glory of God right well to trespass is kind of the other side of that coin it's where God draws a line and says don't step over that don't do that the Ten Commandments are a great example don't commit murder adultery steal cheat lie lust covet be unequally yoked allow any unwholesome talk to come out of your mouth compare yourself to others look down on those who have less all of those kinds of commands when we step over when we violate those commands we offend another party by trespassing as I said in the intro when a person puts up a no trespass passing sign, they literally mean what the Bible means by that word. They're saying, hey, there's a line here, and I don't want anyone to walk over that. I don't want them to pass this sign and step onto this place, this property, whatever, no trespassing, right? And they have a reason for it. They wouldn't put it up if they didn't have a reason for it. It might be as simple as, hey, I really value my privacy, and I just don't want people walking across my property. Or it might be something as serious as, hey, "Hey, there's a sinkhole on this property. Or, Hey! hey, I have some dogs, and they are really aggressive, and I don't want people to get attacked and bit. Or the person may have any number of other reasons why they just don't want people to trespass. When God gives a command, he always has really, really, really good reasons. God doesn't just give us arbitrary commands. He doesn't just give us commands for the fun of it. Some of the commands in the Old Testament were for health purposes that people didn't even discover until much later. A huge percentage of the commands God gives in Scripture where he says, don't do this, he's actually calling us to reflect his character. For example, when God says don't kill he is a God of life he's the author of life and it's his to give or take not ours when God says don't commit adultery don't sleep with another person's spouse man don't act unfaithfully don't do anything that would break or be harmful to a sacred marriage relationship when God says don't steal it's because God is intrinsically inherently just and righteous all of God's commands are undergirded by his nature and a desire for us to walk in his ways and reflect his nature. The ultimate reason God doesn't want us to violate his commands, he doesn't want us to trespass over the lines that he sets up, is because when we do, it knocks us out of relationship with him. Or as the Bible says, on the day that you eat this forbidden fruit, you will surely die. Ignoring a no trespassing sign in this world can get you hurt and even killed. One of the things that I have learned in life is that we have absolute 100% free will. We can choose to do whatever we want to do with our life. God has given us that freedom. But guess what? We can't choose. We can't choose and we can't control the consequences of our choices. Sure, we have the freedom to disobey God's ways in terms of sexuality. We can violate everything he said about it. We can have all kinds of sex outside of marriage. We can sleep with 62 women when we're married, or if it's a woman listening, men. But I promise you there's going to be some consequences to that. You know how many people have sat in my office as a pastor and talked and talked and talked and just laid out this incredibly broken, Tale of drama and problems and issues and, and just brokenness because they disobeyed God's commands in the area of sexuality. Dude! And I don't mean just to harp on that one area of life. It could be anything, man. When we don't listen to God's commands, there's always a consequence. It always comes back to bite us. This is why the Bible says in Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. The wages. That means you took this step, you made this choice, and the wage that you receive in response to that, the outcome of that or the result of your choice is this. It's death. Okay? Now, death in that instance does not mean that your heart quits beating right then. It means that you're separated from God. That's always the consequence of disobeying God. It drives a wedge between you and relationship with him. But there are all kinds of other peripheral negative fruits associated with disobeying God. Here's the deal. Turning to Christ doesn't always automatically erase the consequences of bad choices we've made in terms of having to deal with those consequences this side of heaven. But here's the good news. When you turn to Christ and you receive him as as your Savior and your Lord, and you accept Christ as the Lamb of God, who shed His blood to cover all the trespasses of humanity, past, present, and future. You are made white as snow in God's sight. You're a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. And God's Spirit takes up residence in your life. And from that moment forward, you can begin to follow Jesus as the one who is the way, who is the truth, and who is the life. You can begin to fill up on His Word, and by His power, begin to live a life that honors Him. I've said this a thousand times, godly choices today, better life tomorrow. It doesn't mean your life will get easier, but your life will get better because as you walk in God's ways he will walk closely with you and he will work in every circumstance of your life to make you more like his son Jesus and he will be your strength so that you can do all things through Christ you can be more than a conqueror through Christ you can wake up every day knowing that you're loved that you're a child of God and you know what I've learned is the further those bad choices fade back into the past and become nothing but a faint memory the longer we walk with God, the more joy that comes into our life. Now, I'm not going to paint this rainbow and lollipops picture, of course. We'll always have struggle. We'll always struggle with our flesh as long as we live in flesh this side of heaven. There will always be difficult days, bad things happen to good people, all of that. But I'm telling you, you fix your eyes on Jesus and you begin to walk with him and you will discover life and joy and purpose and your days will become brighter not darker. It's awesome. Because God forgives all our trespasses in Christ. And the other really important side of that is we're called to forgive others their trespasses too. And that's a big part of letting go of your past. A lot of moving past your past is just letting go of anything that people have done to hurt you. Because you know what happens when you don't forgive them? It's like a brick that's added to the backpack that you have to carry around everywhere you go. Somebody hurts you, you don't forgive them, bam, there's a brick. Somebody else hurts you, you don't forgive them, bam, there's a brick. Some people are carrying around some pretty big bags of bricks because they just have a lot of bitterness and unforgiveness in their life. It's hard to live that way, man. When Christ forgives you, he also calls you to let go of that bag drop those unforgiveness bricks and say I forgive everybody. Thank you Jesus for forgiving me all my sins and because of your grace and your love and your power in my life I can forgive every single person that's ever sinned against me whether they receive that forgiveness or not is up to them but I let it go man and I'm going to walk in love toward everybody the rest of my days. (laughs) Oh man what a burden that is to have lifted off your back so listen man if anyone has trespassed against you, they've violated you they've hurt you, they've stepped over lines in your life, let it go, let it go doesn't do any good to hold on to it anyway you're only hurting yourself by holding on to that kind of thing and letting it make you bitter let it go the longer we walk with christ the more we become like him and it's not a religious thing it's just a relationship thing man so forbidden fruit man i love the riff i forget what inspired it but i remember it was one of those moments where i saw something or heard something i had to run and pick up my guitar immediately because i got inspired to play something i heard in my head When I heard something else and I started working on it and it's just this You'll hear it. I just I really like the way it came out. The chorus is just this giant just, just calling out saying hey don't eat this forbidden fruit. Stay away from forbidden fruit. You know it'll blind the eyes of your heart. It'll tear your world apart and forbidden fruit in this song just represents all of God's commands that say, don't trespass, don't step over this line, don't bite into this fruit, don't take this step, don't make this choice, don't engage in this activity, because it will ruin your life, man. That's what's going on whenever you get around to the chorus. That's the point. I love the way this song comes down the stretch. There's just kind of a nice jam feel to it as it draws to a close. I hope it rocks you up, man. I really do. Here it is, Forbidden Fruit. Forbidden Fruit All right, hey man, thanks so much for hanging out with me on this podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it and I hope it totally rocked you up for Jesus. As we wrap things up here, let me quickly say, if you dig what I'm doing, man, and you're blessed by the music, the podcast, the teaching videos, etc., and you want to support this ministry, this mission to reach classic metal heads for Jesus, I want to invite you to head over to my Patreon page and learn how you're just couple dollars a month will make a huge difference in this ministry. And also about some amazing exclusive benefits that you'll receive in exchange for your support. The link to my Patreon page will be at the very top of the show notes, so head over there, check it out, learn about it, pray about it. And whatever you decide, man, God bless you. And thanks for being part of the Pastor Brad Rocks family, man. Remember to like, share, subscribe, leave comments, all those things that helps the show to grow. Really appreciate it. Stop by pastorbradrocks.net sometime. Over there you can learn all about the ministry, the music, some free uh, music, downloads, all kind of cool stuff. Also, if you're interested in following Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, best decision you'll ever, ever, ever make, promise bar none. You can learn about that over at PastorBradRocks.net as well, or leave a comment here. I'll get back with you. Shoot me an email at PastorBrad at AOL.com. Yes, I still use AOL. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with me, man. Until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus. God bless you. Pastor Brad, out.